0: This podcast is brought to you by Mirchi, the new way to find South Asian friends and companions. Download the Mirchi app now. More information at mirchiapp.com.
1: Take three.
0: Take three, family karma fam. Karma (laughs) cast.
1: We we family karma
0: idiots here. Totally. We have tried (laughs) to record this intro two other times.
1: Is this the third time? Are we just being funny or is that for real? No,
0: it's for real. Third time's the charm, everyone. Third time's the charm. Oh my gosh. But, you know, we just wanted to get it right because this is a special episode.
1: This is a very... And and we said in another intro that we got one of the goats, one of the Family Karma cast goats.
0: We absolutely did. And it's really exciting because it's a good one. I mean, all of them are great.
1: All but, of them are
0: great. Um, we're really excited to be... Bringing you our interview that we did with Monica just like over a week ago.
1: Monica from Family Karma. Um, and so lovely. For new listeners, yes, yeah, she's lovely. For new listeners, um, basically indra and i got together because we wanted to do a podcast and we were both fans of bravo shows
0: we're fully into bravo and we're just so excited that bravo wised up and was like let's bring on a fully indian american cast onto this reality show and guys i just and i want all of our family karma like the cast members and Bravo even if any of you are listening I want you to know we're not trying to blow up your spot but our source has told us that filming started 3 days ago or 4 days ago at this point right
1: um, and this is um she so she meaning Indra showed me the DM and I was
0: I gasped yeah I gasped It's gasp. like it's happening like we're like pretty sure our source is real. I mean, I and honestly looking at their um Instagram and social media, like they're all hanging out together. A bunch and of and I that, am like, very uh,
1: attracted to Vishal right now.
0: <laughs> I'm just <laughs> there's a photo of Amrit and Vishal shirtless, which oh, just came out on. Umrit's and both page. of them are just scrumptious. I mean, yes.
1: I I think it's like it's just. I was telling Indra, it's so strange how Indra, you too, we're we're both very attracted to Vishal.
0: Well, I'm not gonna go. You're not that far. I am, but but am. I'm but that just stems back to my whole thing about indian men which like right you know, which we discussed in the Bendit like beckham right can i take that on for you in the sense i will be <laughs> yes. attracted to vishal and indian men for the both of us i mean totally absolutely and i i'm i shouldn't say that's I, vishal is very attractive we're very hoping attractive. to get him on the on an interview with him, too. Amrit's um, very attractive. Brian's very attractive.
1: They all are. We they love all them are. all. Okay, so let's talk about who's going to be... So your
0: source, we're not going to say names. No, we are not. Who? But there are <laughs> three new cast say? members. Three new cast members. And the three new cast members... Are- and w- and one, I appreciate what they call them. <laughs> yeah. Her. Okay, so one of them, we all... Um, <laughs> Well, one of them we shouldn't really say because we're going to no. get into it in Monica's interview. But um, one, OK, let's say there's going right. to be three new cast members. One of them is going to be Dylan Patel, who is Sean's brother, who we love. And um,
1: yeah, and he was briefly on it for a hot minute.
0: And then um, there's another cast member who we're not going to get into now. And then <laughs> our source says, quote, random girl. <laughs> random girl. And and this is the
1: one I'm most curious about because random girl could be... Could be anyone. anyone. It could be anyone. anyone. <laughs> like, it could be one of the Patel statues,
0: you know, like... like- <laughs> Let's be real. It really could be just in every scene. It's it like kind really of in could the back be. It corner. Could be an auntie. <laughs> it could be an auntie.
1: And 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 Bravo. I know you're filming, but FYI, we want more of the aunties. Yes, more. we want.
0: We want more of. We want more grandpa. We want, we want more, more, grandpa. more of all the aunties. We want all the moms. We want more, more dogs. The do-
1: dogs of course i mean of course it's indra and i we want more dogs (laughs) there's never enough dogs oh and then we got to meet simba
0: we did in our interview with monica which you're about to listen to we got to meet simba towards the end which is fantastic and it's just a really fun like if you want to know more about monica's background like her past relationships like why her mom wasn't on the show um and where her love life is 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 at right now. She gives us updates on all of that, so it's and you know what I was really I was really curious
1: um, because you know I think people perceive her as this really traditional goody two shoes, Mm -hmm. and she discusses um, how she feels about that and how she sees herself.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think the perceptions that were portrayed on the show and what people thought about her versus real life, and like she even talks about like what her friends uh, thought of her portrayal on the show, which is really interesting. So um, it's all great. We're really excited. This is our first um, cast member interview. Hopefully, the first of many. Um, Where we've spoken to a lot of other cast members who are willing to to come on. So. Yeah, you know, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you don't miss any of those. And also, we want to preview our upcoming episodes because there's some good ones coming up. Um, Mm -hmm. Next week for our special Halloween episode, we're going to be interviewing YouTube star and makeup artist influencer, Smita Deepak, um, which is really excited. I'm, I'm excited to find out more about like, what it's like becoming a YouTuber. (laughs) I
1: know. Oh, and, and, and you know, it's how do you generate followers? Totally. And, you know, where is the money? How do you, um, do brands reach out to her? Does she reach out to brands? How, what products we should buy? Yes. And, uh, you know, I've talked to Indra about this is I'm just going to have a tab, like a Sephora tab open <laughs> and I'm just going to be
0: clicking. Add to cart, add on, to cart, add to <laughs> I'll, cart. I'll,
1: yes, add to cart, add to cart. And, you know... Um, yeah, so we need you guys to listen so I can pay for these Sephora
0: <laughs> items in my cart. Absolutely. And also the week after that, really exciting. Next week, we're interviewing Aparna from Indian Matchmaking. So send us your questions to familykarmacast at gmail.com or DM us or go on Twitter or leave a comment on any one of our things. We see all of it. Um, we're really excited to talk to her because she was such a big part of that episode or sorry of that series very polarizing very polarizing it's going to be super interesting so again subscribe to the podcast make sure you're subscribed so you don't tell a friend Um, we have a lot of other exciting like we just said every day we have like new awesome ideas new people we're hearing back from that we're just gonna have these great shows so very exciting stuff um and yeah i think let's just get into the episode with monica shall we yep and thank you for listening and subscribe write a review five stars let's go here's our interview with monica vaswani of family karma This is so exciting for us. I We're know. Like so exciting. So I
2: have to say that I think I'm having a fangirl moment because <laughs> I've been like listening to your podcast for what? the whole time. Oh like I God. think all of us have. So thank you so much for oh. following our journeys and just even the way that you guys come across is just so non-judgmental and you're just rooting right. at, us each on in our own way. And I think that we've all appreciated that so much.
0: Oh, well, it's our Can I ask you pleasure. what lip
2: color that is? You
1: have the best lip color. What? <laughs> you always, ha- your makeup's always on point.
2: Thank you. I've been learning how to do it myself the whole time. So every, you know, I'm I'm not that girl, you know, have you seen those YouTubers that like have like stacks and stacks of those Ikea bins yeah. with like yes. foundations, lipsticks? I'm like, well, that stuff expires. Isn't that like really wasteful?
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: so- I <laughs> I didn't even think about makeup <laughs> expiring, but yeah.
2: This is like
0: seriously really exciting. We've like mm-hmm. we've been in withdrawal for a few months now. Well, just of seeing your face.
2: I feel like I'm in withdrawal of the world since the show came out. So the, the show came out on a Sunday. That was our first episode. We had the premiere party and literally maybe four days later we were in full-blown quarantine and
0: oh my god you know
2: the world is kind of semi opening up especially here in florida you know like they're just going a little faster but um yeah i mean things have just not been the same since that premiere episode for us so
0: that is wild yeah so like four days after the premiere Because I remember looking at all those pictures of you guys together and the videos and all of that. And then it's, like, shut down. And we were like, family karma is what we need to get through this. And then it was only eight episodes. We were so bummed. That's what we're up in arms about a little bit. Well, I
2: hope. I mean, we had such an incredible time just seeing everything come together and then being able to interact and get that following and just connect with people that enjoyed our story so it's been such a whirlwind of a ride that we just are so happy that we got the opportunity in the first place because you know one thing that i tell people is that we're just regular people like i just have a regular job i have coupons like the rest of us i go to taco bell like i love that i know the taco bell what's your
1: go to order at taco bell
2: oh man Recently, I've been on the oh man, they don't have the seven layer burrito anymore. Have you, have you seen the menu cut? <laughs> have you seen the menu cut? We're, we're all, Indians everywhere are pissed off about this because it was all the vegetarian items that got removed. Oh. We're hella angry, but I used to love Mexican pizzas, beans instead, mm. no tomatoes, chalupas, beans instead, no tomatoes, the um cheesy gordita crunch. Oh. That one's so good. So, wait, but when is when is
1: Taco Bell going to sponsor you?
2: You know what? I was invited to their headquarters. <gasps> but COVID <something gasps> happened. Oh What? Oh, no. Oh, my like, God. We well, come, you have to um, go. You know, oh, meet, meet our your headquarters and – meet us and stuff like that. But um, it's all the way out in California. So, you know, right now I can't jump on a flight. Otherwise, right. no, I'd be there in my fire. P-B- P-B-
1: oh my gosh, please document the whole thing because I want to see when Monica <laughs> meets Taco headquarters and well what like what they feed you there
2: and you know cindy's we're we're big on business right and um one of my friends actually owns a taco bell so oh. i keep telling him i'm oh. like if you want to get me a good birthday present or christmas present yeah we just go to your taco bell like when no one's there <laughs> <laughs> i keep trying to finesse this like taco bell party at 3 a.m but
0: <laughs> so wait do you not eat tomatoes period or just no no no
2: i do i just got really scared after e- after Equali coli oh, oh right Breakout. so i was like oh my god i'm just gonna slice the tomato <laughs> so that's off how order. it was
0: when like the romaine breakout happened so remember? do you eat romaine indra i started eating it again but i stopped for like a few months a good while yeah, yeah i
2: remember totally it- they stopped it too yeah, right i love it was that really we're just checking <laughs>
0: Taco Bell, Chipotle.
1: <laughs> sponsor us. Sponsor us, Chipotle. Sponsor us, Taco Bell. I keep telling oh my, my
2: parents, I'm like, you know, when I was little, I'd be like, was I adopted? Because I, I thoroughly believe I'm Mexican. Like, I love the <laughs> yeah, country. Amazing. I love the people. I love everything about Mexico. So.
1: Well, the thing that I appreciate about you, it's like a little like highbrow, lowbrow, because you cook, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. you co- Do you cook like a lot or?
2: You know what? We are vegetarians in my household. Mm -hmm. So we really enjoy our food at home. You know, we've had to get creative over the years. My grandparents came here years ago. Um, you know, my dad was born in India. My mom was born in India. My grandparents are born in India. I'm the only one that's here, but in the nineties and the early two thousands, there really wasn't a vegan or vegetarian menu available for a lot of people. So they would get, creative try our food for weeks. I don't think you'd miss meat because we have ways of getting so creative with our substitutions and the way that we flare it up. So we take pride in our lunches at home. (laughs) So what's your
1: go-to COVID either meal you're eating or meal you're making or getting out right now?
2: Okay. So I'll tell you one of my favorite staples. We have it every Thursday in our home because I'm so obsessed, but, um, it's a lentil soup called dal. So dal chawre. Every Thursday, I need to have it. <laughs> um, and then we also have my COVID snack that I was really obsessed with were these Korean uh, seasoned seaweed like chips. Like, have you seen Ooh, them? Like- mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. I had never tried it. And then um, I got like a red chili. Paste um, that I mix in like white rice, and then I fill the seaweed like almost like seaweed oh, boats. Yeah. They're so good; they're to die for.
0: That sounds delicious.
2: It's really. I
0: also my dad has been delivering me like jars of doll every week so that i can stay fed <laughs> which is so important that's like such a across all indian communities like you have that on the regular i know definitely. but you know
2: there's a lot of kids that don't like it they're like oh damn doll again for yeah, dinner and i'm like yes i'm like
1: <laughs> so I mean, wait maybe- did either one of you ever take um like it for granted growing up like these kids
0: Yes, I for sure did like because I was always like Ugh, Indian food again like because the thing about America is there's so many great cuisines like I totally agree with you. I love Mexican food so hard <laughs> and so, so I would just be like I just want other things I just like want to have other stuff and then when I went to college I was like I never want to have Indian food again and like now I'm <laughs> coming back to like actually like. The home cooked meals that my mom made me every single day were so good. Oh and my like, gosh. what
2: was I thinking?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's amazing that like you cook as well as you do. I feel like I because my mom lives in Boulder, I like still haven't really learned how to do the staples like on a regular basis. Like do I you use do you use recipes or you just kind of do it from
2: you know what? I've been very blessed in the sense that my mom my dad my dad's an incredible cook
1: and how is he doing we'll get into he's him he's
2: doing great oh. he's doing so good um yeah he's been he's been getting recognized I feel more than me oh, on I bet. walks with Simba <laughs> like oh, Simba. Simba yeah Sim- I think he's like under the bed right now but I'll, I'll get him later to show <laughs> yes you. we need to see Simba <laughs> for sure he got a grooming so he's extra cute right now
0: oh I bet <laughs> oh but, yeah where does your mom live
2: she lives like a street away from me. So yeah, oh, okay so my wow. parents are very close. Um and dis- right. so I've been really lucky in that sense that, you know, um, post divorce that they decided to stay nearby and you know, just, just ensure that I kinda had that presence of both households. So it was great. I mean, majority of my life I did live with my mom, but then post like actually Yeah. Post-college, I moved in with my dad. So I felt like I needed to give a little bit of love to my dad now. (laughs) Right. And where did you go to college? I went to Florida International University. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I went there for four years. I mean, I decided to stay back um, for college. I you know, had always had this dream and I was a pretty good student. So I always thought like, oh, Ivy League and I'll do this and I'll do that. And, you know, recently on my Instagram, I was talking about financials with people and I was saying, you know, I kind of had a choice. Like either you go to a great college and you get a ton of debt or you go somewhere nearby and you work your way through and you graduate maybe debt free. So I took that option. And at that point, I had already built up my dance business a little bit. So I I thought that was the most – you know, kind of – I, I wanted to do pre-med, actually. So I, in my mind, I was thinking, okay, nine years, what's for, like, nearby? Right. Yeah. Um,
0: what made you change your mind I mean. off the pre-med track?
2: You know I think you have to have a lot of discipline to go to mm-hmm. med school. You can't do it to want to be a doctor and just make a ton of money. Um, I feel like, you know, you really have to love what you're doing. You really have to have a passion for what you're studying. Otherwise, you're not right. a great doctor. And you have to really – you know, have a moment with yourself to decide that because, you know, other people's lives are in your hands, you know. so In that sense, I, you know, after my first year, I was like, you know, this just really isn't for me. I don't think that it's – it wasn't clicking in college. In high school, I was, like, president of the pre-med club, taking all the science classes. I was all for it. And the moment that I took those college science classes, I was like, what? (laughs) I had, like, a similar (laughs) thing.
0: Well, because the typical Indian, like – pre-med like engineer doctor lawyer engineer thing, yeah. and I was like okay I'm into like English so I'm gonna do the lawyer thing and actually this is like so embarrassing but I really loved the show Allie McBeal <laughs> <gasps> with the dancing baby uh, yes with the dancing baby have you seen it Monica <laughs> no I, I have haven't it. like Monica can
1: I
2: ask how old you are I'm, I just turned 29. So I oh, think okay. it was okay, like so a
0: few years yeah, at, yeah. before you would have seen it. Because right. it was like airing okay. when I was in middle school and high school, I think.
2: I'm pretty bad with, um, like, I say English, but like like <laughs> Hollywood stuff. Like, right. I, you could throw names on it and I'm like, yeah, that? What? Like, I might, like, be, if I Google image it, I might know. But I'm better with Bollywood.
0: <laughs> Which is, like, so interesting because, like, so this was a question that I had because I think that like Indian Americans like you and me, I feel like we've had pretty different experiences because I went like hard in the American direction, I feel like. And I think a lot of people do. And then I think a lot of people like you will go into like, more into the Indian stuff and, like, kind of get immersed with that. So, like, what was that journey like for you throughout your life, I guess?
2: Yeah, you know, I always – I never had – you know, and I've reflected on this after hearing other people's stories that maybe shied away from the culture, and I was like, no, I I really never had that. I think that I was always very captivated by it, and I have to credit my parents for that because Mm. they always put Bollywood movies on – you know, on our TVs, and just like the music was always playing. If we were in the car, it was always Indian songs. So I grew a love for it, because I also had a passion for dance. So seeing those songs, I was like, captivated. I was like, you know, I don't know if you guys remember, but in the 90s, they used to have like DVDs with just songs. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Right, right. Just the Bollywood songs. And it would be like, you could get an aishwarya Rai CD and it'd be all of her songs. Or Madhuri Dixit and it'd be all of her songs. And I used to memorize those songs and the dances and their expressions. And I just, I was captivated by that world. So I think I just, you know, wanted to share it with everybody. In fact, I, I, I can tell you a funny story. In middle school, um, I went to middle school down here in South Florida and we have a great melting pot of kids. So you'll have, you know, Colombian, Venezuela and a lot of the um, South American countries. And then you'll have a lot of the Caribbean islands. So in a world, I mean, history was my favorite class, so like any world history, world religion class. I was like, I have something to contribute, you know, <laughs> and I actually packed a lenga in my book bag and I went to the, the portables changed and came back in and like a, did a dance for everybody you'd probably think that's the most <laughs> embarrassing thing and like thinking back now I'm like how the hell did I do yeah. that like damn like, yeah <laughs> I know but I was just so excited to show everybody and like give people bangles and bindis and like you know take on that journey what do you think
1: is the biggest mi- because I think um some people think of you as very traditional what do you think is like the biggest misconception about you
2: you know, I think that I was getting really annoyed with the whole, like, she's perfect and, like, Miss Goody two-shoes. And it's like, no, I'm not like that. You know, it's not that I'm trying to sit here and portray something that I'm not. If I don't, you know, I just – I feel like I am just giving you that that personality that I have. I don't I don't know what to say. Like, if I don't really um, have a problem with somebody or if I don't see something head-on in front of me, I'm not going to speak to it. You know, so I think I'm a little – careful and I try to uh give people the benefit of the doubt a lot um and maybe that gets portrayed as oh she's trying to be like the goody two-shoe you know Yeah, totally well
0: I wonder if for some people like I think sometimes I have like some guilt about not being Indian enough Why? <laughs> oh my... <laughs> I don't know like it's it. well I don't know I'm sure you've experienced at least some of this like um growing up in America as a brown person, like you're always going to feel kind of pulled between two different worlds. And I think I was, I've, because I've kind of leaned into a lot of like so-called American things, I'm like, you know, am I disappointing my ethnic community? And as I get older, I'm like, oh, maybe I should have done more of those things. Like maybe I should have taken a Bollywood dance class, or maybe I should have like taken some singing classes or like things like that. And so I wonder if, like, for some people, I don't know who you heard from on social media, but like, anyone who is South Asian American, maybe they're like, a little jealous of the fact that you have like leaned in so much to that and that you are so like representative of our community in like a really positive, awesome way. I don't know, maybe not, but. You know,
2: what's crazy is, is um so all of my cousins from, I have a huge family on my mom's side. My dad's side, he only has one brother and he just had kids. So they're very small, but all of the cousins that I have on my mom's side they all were born and raised in Bombay. I'm the only one – out of my mom's siblings, I have eight kids. She was the only one to settle in the U.S. Oh,
0: okay. Wow.
2: I had a constant, you know, um, upbringing of going to Bombay and coming back here. So that was really ingrained. And I think it was – I always just thought of – you know, I begged my mom, like, can we move to India because I miss my cousins. And I feel like the the duckling that's, like, left out, you know. And I think out of my cousins, I'm, like – I think I'm like the rebel, like you know, I like funny enough, like I think I'm I'm the rebel, um, but you know
0: that makes so much sense mm. actually, because like my cousins on both of my mom and dad's side, they all came to the U.S. too, like they're all oh. first generation Americans as well. And so, so Indra, I think- is
1: anyone kind of um, like Monica in your family, like more traditional and? Yeah. Yes, definitely. And I don't mean, t- like, I hope are... that's not an offensive word, not saying traditional, but... Um...
0: No, it's not. I don't, like I'm saying, I think it's like a compliment yeah. in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, yes and no. Like, um, you know, one part of my family, they've all married Indians or South Asians. Um, and, you know, me and my brothers have all ended up with non-Asian people, so you know, there's that type of thing. And I think for them, it was like a goal to do that and stuff like that. I don't know if that's true everywhere. Um, What do your cousins think of the whole family karma? Right. sensation have they been able to watch
2: it so it was so funny they were all like trying to change their vpns like in india <laughs> right right <laughs> the YouTube videos when they were out because it's not you know on a major platform like um like netflix or something that they can watch right. it. but when the youtube video links are going out they're like wait why does it say it's only available in your country not ours
0: <laughs> yeah so
2: um but a few of them actually you know have just settled in um funny enough california in mountain view so we're all on the tech train i have you know a cousin that Works like Google. So um, the ones that live here now, they've been watching it and they're such fans. So um, it's really funny because, you know, I went to India and I felt like I was too American. And then, you know, you live here and you feel like you're too Indian. Like it's like you never have a place to fit in completely. And I always say, well, maybe Toronto is the place for me because Mm -hmm. Toronto, there's a ton of Indians and like they grow up pretty balanced with that 50-50. And, like, even the UK, like, I don't know, they've done, you know, like, that Urban Basie, you know, with, um, if you've seen, like, Rishi Rich, the way that he's, like, mixed in the music with, like, you know, the European beats and then, like, you know, the, the Indian flair. I just, I've always looked up to artists that have been able to do that and I always thought that they were so cool like I listen to Mickey sing all the time Sean Juggie like those are my favorite artists you know on mine because it makes me feel like it's my personality like half Mm. of it is from the U.S. and half of it is from India
1: so like what was so were you born in Miami no I was born in St. Thomas in the Virgin Islands Okay. Do you mind if we go way back? So yeah. okay. <laughs> So you were born in. So Saint when Thomas. were you conceived? I know. I know. <laughs> when did you move to? What? Where did you move to after that? And what? Miami.
2: Miami. It was shortly after. I didn't get to spend a lot of time in Saint Thomas. Um, I was born there, and a few years later, my parents ended up. You know, my parents, my grandparents, my uncle, because they were, they used to have a joint family. Mm-hmm. So um, everybody ended up moving to Miami. Um, I think when I was born, they were like. All right, like there's not much opportunity or schools. Like it's it's hard to raise a kid on the island. And then Hurricane Andrew literally hit like the week that they moved here and it mm-hmm. tore down St. Thomas completely at the time. So, I mean, for my dad's side of the family, business kind of took them different places. Like my dad was raised in San Antonio for a good chunk of his life, wow. um, Hong and then, you know, Miami, St. Thomas. So, business has kind of, you know, taken Cindy's. To a bunch of different areas because of the partition and things like that but um yeah Miami's are home now
0: and so on the show like we see I'm assuming what is like part of your Indian group of friends um do you have like I always had like my Indian friends and my white friends yeah <laughs> do you have like that sort of situation as well in oh Miami? yeah I mean
2: growing up it's so funny because there's so many different layers I think to your to your personality when you live in South Florida. So when I'm hanging out with my Colombian friends, I can sing all the Colombian, you know, the Hispanic Mm -hmm. songs. When I go hang out with like my Jamaican friends, I'm like, you know, listening to the reggae and my West Indian friends, I'm listening to the soca. So, you know, you would think that like I grew up in these places, but just having friends from all these different groups has taught me so much about the culture. So that's been probably the most beneficial thing about living in Miami is that you get to see so much culture, but yeah, we have a huge Indian community down here as well as just, you know, at work, I have a great, you know, work group. So yeah, I kind of, I kind of go, I'm a social butterfly.
0: (laughs) What's going to happen with Diwali this year? Is anything happening in Miami?
2: Unfortunately, you know, with COVID everyone's playing it safe, you know, this is a very tough time. So I think everyone's taking, you know, just that consideration of, being socially distant, um, very important, you know, so they're just ensuring, I mean, even the temple, I haven't gone to a longer at the gurdwara in, in months, you know, or gone to the temple, you know, so it's been really difficult that way. Um, but, you know, it's the best thing right now for all of us to just try to keep it as you know, small as
1: possible. And, um, are you in, are we allowed to ask if you and Brian are still close? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're, good. yeah we We're just
2: texting today. Yay.
1: <laughs> and, um, what, what kind of feedback were you getting from people who don't know you on social media about the, the way, um, like your relationship, both as friends and, All that kind of stuff you know what
2: i have to say that you know you're always expecting the worst right you're always expecting people to be a little bit judgmental especially on the internet because you know you can kind of say it and you don't know the person right Um, but the internet was very kind to me (laughs) in that sense so uh, i was just really thankful that you know everybody you know, wasn't too judgmental. They just they love to see good vibes. I think we were also going through a very difficult thing at the time. And, right. you know, with everything going on in the world, you just want to see something happy and fun and light. And you don't necessarily want to get those full blown, you know, arguments. And I just feel like that's so played out.
1: Well, I think it's like, you know, of course, you were younger than a lot of people in the cast. But the way you handled things, was in a very direct, mature way, and I'm—I'm I'm not sure if people have told you that, but as someone who is a fan of yours and was watching the show, like that's just—and—and and wh- where did you learn that those kind of skills?
2: You know what? I—I I appreciate that so much. That means so much to me. Um, I think that you know, I'll be honest. Like my personality type, I don't have. I'm not witty. I'm not witty. I'm not sarcastic. I don't. I'm. I don't. You know, do well with those you know quick lines i'm just i'm not that creative so for me i like just revert back to logic
1: <laughs> right um,
2: so i think that's that's you know and i just feel like i don't know i feel like it's kind of mean right you know when you kind of have these like slick jokes that are at the detriment of someone else um so i try to sh- stray away from it i mean i'm not perfect i'm sure i've done it before but i try to refrain from the mean girl stuff
0: totally have you been able to see Brian at all? I mean, I guess with the social... No,
2: no. Oh, actually, I saw him at my birthday.
0: Oh, okay. oh when was your birthday?
2: It was September 16th. Oh, yeah, oh, we saw birthday. the video. So hey, you were yeah. able
0: to have like a little Yay. bit of a thing.
2: Yeah, that was super nice. That was like the first time that I got to see a lot of people, a lot of my friends. So yeah. we kind of kept it close and I was like, all right, we can't go to a restaurant because, you know, the restrictions there. It was it was very difficult this year. It was the first year where I felt like I really wanted to do something special. Um, just, you know, when you go through something like this, the last two years have been tough for me, too, because both my grandfathers passed away close I'm to my so birthday. sorry. Like, oh, my god. So this year I was like, OK, nothing bad's happened. Let's just like enjoy, you know.
0: Totally. <laughs> and I think I saw Vishal and Richa were there.
2: They were there too? So is Richa
0: in Miami now like quarantining with you guys or You know, I
2: think that she she has work between Memphis and here, so whenever she's here I try to get a lunch or something in with her.
1: What has been the most unexpected feedback that you've gotten?
2: My friends, my friends watching it are like, oh, my God, you're exactly the same on the (laughs) show as you are in person. Like, you should see my friends trying to give me a shot like that. They're like, oh, my God, this is so you." Like, you know, so I kind of liked that because I was like, well, thank God you didn't watch and say that's a completely different girl. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. so
0: let's set the the record straight because I don't I think the show made it intentionally a little bit murky right do you like it's it seems like you drink have a drink every once in a while but you don't like drink that much is that right
2: I don't like the taste of it
0: okay Okay. So it's okay. not that, that I'm, sense. like,
2: doing it for religious reasons or traditional reasons. I just don't like the taste of it. So you'll even see my dad, like, growing up, he'd be like, have a sip of my wine. Just try it. <laughs> no. And I'm like, I don't want to. He's like, you're so weird. So I think, like, on that end. And But then, like, my mom, on the other hand, if she saw right. me take a drink, she'd probably give me one, like, chamon. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so totally. She would not want to see me drink. But uh, no, I just don't like the taste of it. So it just depends when I want to give in to, you know. Like, okay, let's do
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you don't have to answer the next question, but um, what is your dating life like right now? Because I think we've been, we um get a lot of DMs about like what's going on with different characters. So if you feel comfortable.
2: I don't know how much I can say. Oh, okay. I will say this. I mm-hmm. am very, very, very happy.
0: Oh, good. good. Okay. And- we
2: love that. And I've met my Aladdin, so... <gasps> <Yay! laughs> that
0: is so awesome. That's really sweet. That's great. I don't
2: wait to share more, but I'm very, very, very happy. I think that, you know, I haven't been this happy in a very long time, so... Wow. That's, yeah.
0: that's amazing, Monica. That is yeah. Like, that's all anyone wants, and, like, hopefully all of our listeners out there are just, like, yes, because...
1: Do you have any dating advice for like things you've learned along the way because obviously you found your Aladdin.
2: Yeah. You know um, prior to this, I was in a very long relationship and um, I think that that taught me a lot. Um, And then I think after that, you know, you just have these phases, you know, when you go through heartbreak or when you're on that high of, you know, really liking somebody. But I think that you just have to listen to your gut in the beginning um, I read a quote recently that said, like, listen to the red flags in the beginning of the relationship because yeah. usually those are the ones yeah. that end it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally true. That's really true. Right.
2: <laughs> Like when you think back, you're like, oh, yeah, that was there. You know, yeah. so just stay true to yourself. And I always tell, you know, um, I, like my girlfriends, I'm like, don't pick projects, you know, like. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. For all girls
1: out there and boys. Oh, my gosh.
2: Don't try to sit here and change somebody and go through this whole like, I think he'll change for me if I do no. this. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> he
0: won't. He won't. He won't.
2: <laughs> That's my best advice is, you know, find somebody that when you meet them, you're like, damn, they're responsible. They're ambitious. Like they got their shit together. They could take care of me too. Right. And also just, I don't ever, you know, I've always wanted to be, you know, especially post my parents' divorce, you know, my mom went on this whole like independent woman train. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. And so I think that that ingrained a lot in me too, as far as my career, my financials, and just ensuring that I never have to rely on Anybody, whether that be my parents or a relationship. So I just think it's really important to be as whole as possible before you decide to, you know, jump in and have somebody else try to make you happy, you know?
0: Totally. And so can you tell us a little bit? I have two questions and they're kind of different. So just answer them how you want. One, can you tell us a little bit about that long relationship that you were in? And then two, I'm curious about like to learn a little bit more about your mom and um, maybe why she wasn't on the show or just anything about her.
2: Yeah. My mom is honestly, she's the sweetest. Um, if you see her and you see me, you're going to be like, oh my God, you guys are twins. You look exactly like your mom. <laughs> so yeah, she's super sweet. She's a super fun personality. I think she was a little camera shy, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you know, in th- the type of industry and work that she's in, you know, you kind of get a little worried safety wise. Like, you know, I-, I think we just all had questions. We didn't know what to expect. So I think she was just a little bit shy in that sense. She's like, "Oh, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know." So,
0: what industry does she work in?
2: She's in real estate.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, totally. You
2: know, you just want to be a little careful, and you know, yeah, I think she. You want to you want to feel it out first.
1: Totally. Actually, I have a question. So uh, you come across as like really self assured, um, and I was wondering, like, especially being an Indian American in growing up in the United States, like, and being kind of ingrained in, um, like, traditional ways, were you always like this and self-assured and knew who you were?
2: You know, I used to be very shy. I used to be very shy as a kid. Um, Like, I literally was, I think only my parents and people at home saw my personality. And then I made a really great group of, um, I met a really great group of girls actually through the Indian community down here. And they were just, they were honestly amazing. You know, that, that was like a sisterhood that I had and they really encouraged me and boosted my confidence. Oh my God, you have the best hair. What do you use? Oh my God. Like your, your style is so cute. And I was like, really, really? (laughs) You know, so it kind of just, you know, boosted my confidence. And after that, I was just like, I want to make like more friends. This is fun. You know? So um, in that sense, I think that I was really, really, I have to credit everything back to our community because They really ingrained, you know, those morals, those beliefs, that support system. You know, I always felt like I had people cheering me on. Like I had a a ton of cheerleaders, all these aunties and uncles. Oh, my God, you dance so well, beta. Like, you know, all of those things, you know, they boost your confidence as like a 12-year-old on stage, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I have to credit Credit everything back to the community and my family
0: did you feel like you weren't getting that feedback from like some other people from different cultures maybe just because they didn't understand it or they didn't know what to say
2: no I just think I never showed it (laughs) okay Mm -hmm. I was too shy you know um I had two friends growing up that were one was Peruvian and one was from Nash no she was actually from New Mexico Mm -hmm. um she lives in Nashville now but so the three of us, we used to put together backyard shows like we used to be like Spice Girls one show or you know, Selena or like we want to yeah. wanna perform everything. So, you know, I had to get comfortable with people. I, I don't think I'm somebody right off the bat that like I, I trust first and I'm friendly first. And then when you give me a reason not to trust you, then I kind of revert. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. So I, I know people handle it the opposite most of the time, but I, I've i learned to be a little bit more friendly now and outgoing right. because before I used to be an introvert. Okay.
1: So getting back to your father and your mom, what what kind of qualities did you take from both of them?
2: Yeah. You know, my dad is very, very, very like I think I get my sensitive and my considerate side from him. Like he's. Just the small things, he really was yeah. out of his way to be extremely sweet, and that's why I always say I'm like he's genuinely like the nice, per- like the nicest person you'll meet.
1: So he, because co- he comes across like you, everyone wants him to be their dad, <laughs> yes.
2: right? He's so non-judgmental. You know, in fact, I feel like I feel like my parents sometimes are like traditional Indian parents, but they always um, receive me with such like open arms, like let's have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like they're never sitting here asking me, when are you going to get married? When are you going to have babies? When are you going to like, they've never done that. Yeah, That's like, I- so
0: not Indian to be like open. <laughs> and
2: maybe sometimes I get confused because my friends, parents are like that a lot of mm-hmm, the time. Mm-hmm. So maybe sometimes I feel like, well, maybe I'm going to receive that at home. So, you know, I have to think of these things and I try to, you know, be as maybe perfect as possible for them. But, um, no my dad is just he's very non-judgmental he'll you know have a conversation with me if I'm down I can vent to him and he'll talk to me like a friend you know like I remember when I was a kid um the first time I wanted to go to a club I begged him I was like daddy please all my friends are going (laughs) like can I please go like and I think I was even like underage and like he was just like no 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 like please don't do it and then he Aww. was then i was like please can i go like you know and he was like only he's like okay i'll drive you to the club and I'll just wait in the parking lot until you're done. Like, no. Oh, just wow. Tell me when you're done, and I'll be there. But let me just at least be there to take you home. Oh my god. And
0: gosh. then I was just
2: like, wow, that's so nice. Never mind, I don't want to go anymore. Oh my <laughs>
0: gosh, that my parents would have just been like, mm, nope, sorry, nope, nope. I would have had to lie to them honestly I know, if I wanted I know. to do something so, like that. So, do
1: you go to clubs a lot to dance? Because obviously, you're a dancer. Like pre-COVID.
2: Yeah. Oh my god. I mean. For me, like I don't like the bougie clubs in Miami, where it's just like a soft, like elevator music, and everybody's just like drinking. Like that's boring to me. Like I want to have like the old '90s R and B plays. Yes, so have fun.
0: Yes. <laughs> so. Oh my god! I wish we could all go dancing together. I know. Oh, what I wouldn't give. So what? Wanna, like
1: we want to come down to Miami. Oh F-Y. yes. Tell me when.
0: When oh my COVID gosh. is over. Yes. we are Booking a flight and I we are know. coming to see you guys. Um. I don't know how much you can tell us, but I'm just so curious like about how Bravo like had the idea to start this show, how they approached you all, like how this whole thing happened, like with you guys specifically.
2: You know, honestly, it's just very organic. You know, this is our community and it's almost like someone found us, not the other way around. We were just kind of living our lives and, you know, there's so many people in the community. So I think that you know, it's, it's something that hasn't been captured on TV yet, um, as far right. as the Indian community. So it was just exciting for us to be able to be a part of this, because it was like, yeah, we want to show, you know, the, the religious side, the cultural side, or food or music. And there's just so much that we want to show America, because this is the first time in history that there's been a fully casted Indian TV show on daytime television. That's, that's huge, you know. Huge. huge, yeah. To be a part of that, I'm just so blessed, you know, that yeah. – Just so blessed well, that I got to be one of the – Were you them.
1: apprehensive at all about going into this project? No. No? Okay. Yeah.
2: No, no. I mean, I think the only thing is is that you just – Like, I thought, like, oh, my God, am I going to, like, lose my job, <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: That was the only thing that I really thought of, you know? But um, my dad was just like, don't think about it. This is everything that, you know – this is, this is a huge opportunity, you know? So yeah. not yeah. to one of the best networks, Bravo. Oh, my God. I watch all Bravo shows. <laughs> right. Everything. So it was honestly a dream.
0: Yeah. and Well, so that's an interesting thing, too. Like, I'm like a reality TV fanatic, obviously. And I've always thought like, oh, shows like The Bachelor and things like that. Like, you don't see a lot of Indians on them because I think like it's sort of like, Do you want to air your dirty laundry on TV for everyone to see, like, especially on that show? Like, you don't want to, like, show yourself, like, kissing someone on TV and stuff like that. That's super scandalous. So I've always thought that, like, that prevents South Asians from being on that show. But I mean. Oh, I think
2: you're so right. I think you're, I I would never be able to do that. Yeah.
0: I you like, just know that
2: there's going to be things or topics that you're just going to be like, oh my God, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> I know.
0: We're actually trying to like, there's been like two or three South Asian girls on the show and we've been trying to like get an interview with one of I them know. because I'm just so curious, like, did you just not care that that was like going to yeah. be on TV because I would have a heart yeah. attack.
2: <laughs> I mean, you know, and even just in the US, like there's, so I I used to do pageants when I was younger and um that's a main reason why a lot of girls don't want to do like the Miss USA or the Miss America, because you don't want the bikini round. Right. Oh, I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm a little bit more like, I grew up in Miami, so I'm very nice right. to like wearing that. But like for some girls, it could be, you know, a huge deterrent. So they go with these South Asian pageants where they can do a talent round instead of, you know, a yeah. bikini.
0: Round, but- oh, so they actually like, change the competition so there isn't a bikini round for the South Asian specific yeah. ones oh interesting okay yeah so I, I went for that one <laughs> I sort of like am in support of that though because right. I've always felt like oh, the bikini round is like really yeah. especially because it's, it's a lot deep. of young women too yeah. it's just kind of creepy <laughs>
2: Like, to be me by my intelligence. Not- yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> totally. Totally.
1: So um, we have um, a lot of, um, you have a lot of younger, like, fans, and especially in the Indian American community. What advice do you have for a young Indian American girl growing up right now?
2: I think, honestly don't stray away from you know how you grew up like stay grounded you know don't have any shame in the the silly things that happen at home and you know just find beauty in it and you know i, I have to say that this new generation of gen z they're doing it right if you oh, cool. watch tiktok and if you see the way that they interact and the way that they find humor and just the funny things that you know our parents, you know, did or or do. And, you know, our grandparents, I just find it so refreshing how they're coming up with like humor from, you know, just like little things and they're making it very lighthearted and they're, they know what their norm is, um, growing up here, but they can find that, that funny, you know, that funny humor at home. So I think, I think honestly, just Wear your heart on your sleeve, wear your culture on your sleeve. Don't ever feel the need to conform to want to be a part of a group. Yeah. And, you know, that's the best advice I think I could give.
0: Well, I think having a show like Family Karma, especially for the South Asian community, is like just going to give people that much more confidence to be like, yeah, I can tell my story. I can like come out and show these things about my culture and my traditions and, and people are interested. Yeah,
2: of course. There's so much beauty in it, you know? Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, Okay, I'm going to go back to my other question. Can you tell us a little bit about that long relationship that you were in?
2: Yeah, sure. So I was in a relationship at 16. Wow, Um, okay. Wow. Yeah, it was a long time. And, you know, I think that one thing that you don't realize when you're dating young is that you change, (laughs) you know, that you evolve Mm -hmm. over the years. And I think that, you know, just it's natural right like to evolve from teenage monica to 20 year old monica to 25 year old you know and sometimes you don't always change with the other person which is okay but i think that you know if you you kind of have to look back and be like you know you learn so much from it once you don't regret anything but you have to be a person in order to you know kind of go into that next chapter right right so I mean yeah totally it was I think that you know there's there's reasons as to why I think you know at one point in time I was so sensitive to like talking about dating or boys or you know sex or this or that I'm like ah you know like I don't want to you know deal with any of that kind of stuff because I think I was so hurt coming out of that relationship wow
0: mm-hmm. you know yeah, was it? I mean, I'm assuming that yeah. such a long relationship that you are kind of thinking this is going to be like we're going to get married, we're going to have a family. Oh, yeah, and all of, of course. This you know,
2: there's. I think for any girl, you know, you start to play out that Cinderella, you know, fantasy in your mind as far as like. And I think Indians too were were very conservative in the sense that we don't date just to date. We date thinking of marriage. We date thinking of monogamy and and you know commitment and all of these other factors and family and you know there's so many layers to it um so I think that it was just like heartbreaking when that ended but you know there's there's a rainbow on the other side (laughs) so everything worked out for a reason
0: yeah definitely I mean it's so it's true like I can't imagine going from like 16 years old in high school to like, did you guys go to the same college or how? how Oh, you did? Okay. Wow. Yes. And then, which is probably crucial to staying together. Oh, of course.
2: And, you know, I think that, you know, now kind of in hindsight, I feel like, you know, damn, like you also changed so much as a woman. I feel like at 25, like at 25. what happened to me but I just feel like I changed as a person Mm -hmm. so I was trying to realign you know what do I believe in what do I not believe in you know how do I feel about this I don't know how I feel about it you know so I was very much finding myself Mm
0: -hmm.
1: well I really like how you say I think um sometimes people want to know what like the truth or what they believe in and I think it's a really healthy thing to be like "I I just don't even know and that's mm-hmm. just, like, the, the the journey of life.
2: Yeah, of course. And, you know, even just, like, on the show, like, you'll see, like, I'm so sensitive towards, you know, topics, like, certain things. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. You know, like, there's certain things that, you know, I think just growing up in a traditional Indian family that you just don't talk about. So when you're put at, like, a table and there's, like, a hot topic, you're just like, I don't even know how to react to, like, you know, or, or contribute to this conversation because – Maybe you don't have anything to come
1: Right. Yeah. You know? Totally. Did you feel like your buttons, like, were pressed during last season? Or, yeah. like, pe- anyone Actually, was trying to <laughs> – more more
2: after the season than during. Really? <laughs> Can, do you feel comfortable
1: talking about that?
2: You know, I just think that, look, if you have a problem with somebody, right – things need to be addressed with that person, you know? When you start to feel tension and you don't know where it's coming from, it's almost, like, unfair to the other person that wants to get to the bottom of it Mm -hmm. and be like, hey, did I do anything wrong? Like, what's going on, you know? So all I can say is that me personally, I think maybe I like to address it head on and just get to the bottom of it because if if I'm hanging out with you, I genuinely want to be your friend, you know? And if I don't want to hang out with you, that means I genuinely do not want to be your friend, you know? So... I think that I'm just a straight shooter that way. Yeah.
0: And was
1: it hard because um, obviously relationships changed? How easy was it to digest how rapidly uh, certain relationships changed during that short period of time and accept where they started versus where they ended up and where they still are?
2: I think there was a lot of clarity, right? Um, I think watching it, I was like, Oh, mm, oh interesting.
1: So, <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I was like, oh now I get it. Okay. So there was a lot of clarity there.
1: And that must be so hard watching because there's so much um like the testimonials. Yeah. Because, you know, and and I'm not naming any names. Someone's kind of presenting themselves face to face. And and like I said, you're such a straight shooter that you you kind of tell it like it is and maybe seeing someone um making these side comments. Um.
2: you know, the thing with being a straight shooter is you don't have to be you don't always have to be mean about it, right? You can just say it in a very direct way to try to actually get to a resolution, you know, but listen, my buttons have been pushed. I'm sure I've said things or done things okay. that you know maybe aren't a direct reflection of the way that I am as a person. but I feel like you know when i when I almost uh, when I almost feel like um what is it? like (laughs) scorned when i feel scorned then i'm gonna have a very different approach
0: yeah totally and so like we know you can't really tell us about a season two or prospects or anything like that um but like what's been going on for you professionally like in your life do you have any cool projects that you're looking forward to that you can tell us about
2: yeah, well, I mean, right now I've been doing some amazing dance workshops. Awesome. So I really had to switch gears and I was, you know, thinking of actually talking about this on my Instagram because I've been sharing like, oh, just did, you know, I did some amazing events with Comcast, NBC Employee. Oh,
1: awesome.
2: Uh, with Salesforce, which is a huge company. I actually use them at work. So that was like a great like win for me. And I did, um, I did Kellogg School of Business yesterday. So oh, just. Nice. The- these things were so, so incredible to kind of have come down the pipeline. But, you know, there also has been some huge challenges. So I was like, just saying, like, yesterday, I was like, man, like, you know, I should talk about the other end of it, you know, with the fact that, like, I haven't been able to give any dance classes, you know, and that's been so challenging. And, you know, kind of switching gears to see, you know, how I can kind of tap into different markets and kind of, who has the budget for something right now, you know? So, I mean, that's been incredibly fun, but unfortunately COVID has, you know, thrown a wrench in everyone's kind of growth and projection, which is okay, which is okay Mm -hmm. because I feel like it's served in a positive to some degree in the sense that we've had time to spend at home. We've had time to reflect on maybe where we want to be in a year from now. Like, you know, we value maybe those memories and those times out with our friends so much more. So I've kind of tried to see it in in a different light.
1: What is what is your like um like your your downtime your COVID downtime? What are you doing these days?
2: You know, recently I've been going to the pool a lot. Yeah. <laughs> really, yeah. I've been loving the beach, the pool. I mean, I've just been taking advantage of like that, like you know, the water in, in Florida is absolutely beautiful. Um, so I've just been enjoying going to the beach and going to the pool and just having that downtime to relax and enjoy. I mean, like most Floridians will tell you that they probably don't go to the beach, like maybe even five times a year. So Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, let's change that. So I've just been enjoying spending time with my grandma, my dad, Simba. And
1: then what about post COVID? Are you going to go, like, are you planning to go back to India?
2: Oh my God. I would love to. I would love to. I mean, we have a place out there actually. So my dad's like, you know, he's always told me like, you know, I, I've told him in the past that I want to go there for like six months. I want to live there for like a year, you know, and he's always been like, do it, do it. We have the place like do it before we sell the place. Yeah, <laughs> right. Is so, your place
0: um, in Bombay?
2: Yeah, it's in Bombay. It's in Cuff Parade.
0: Are your um, is your family okay out there? Like I know the outbreaks have been bad in Bombay.
2: Yeah, they've been good. I mean, I think it's just tough, right? Because over there, they live in a building. So, yeah. you know, you don't mm-hmm. have like gardens and like I mean you have you have them but very like seldom you know not much not what we're what we're used to so um Yeah, they're just, it probably feels like cabin fever at this point for them.
0: Totally. But none of them have gotten sick or anything. No, my
2: cousin had, you know, a scare where he thought he had COVID and it turned out it was malaria. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, I don't know, like, if that's better or worse. I don't know. (laughs) It's not funny.
0: It's definitely not better, I don't think. Um,
2: Damn bugs. Yeah, (laughs) seriously.
0: Yeah. Like, the outdoor space in Bombay is, like, not really a thing.
2: <laughs> I know. Not much. But my daddy was telling me, she's like, Kailash, hey, Parva, just open back up. All, all the bhajibalas balas have come back. So, oh. like, she's like, a vegetable guy. Like, yeah,
0: is- totally. They got to get that. They got to get that. Back to my question about when you guys started. I'm just curious. Like, did they approach – like, was there an audition process? Were they, like – in, in the Indian community, like, hey, we're here. We're going to do the show. Or did they, like, s- find you guys specifically?
2: You know, I think it was more just whatever organic relationships were already pre-existing. Okay. So, you know, if you were connected to somebody, like, I've known Vishal, you know, my whole life. I've known Amrith my whole life. Um, I've known Brian my whole life. You know, we, we like, went to neighboring schools. So we have a lot of the same friends. We graduated the same year. So in that sense, there's a lot of interconnections. So I think that's just kind of how it ended up happening. Do you feel like you're closer
1: than ever with those guys because of the shared experience?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm so tight with Amrit, Vishal and Brian and Richa. Oh, my God. Richa's like it's she is such a cool chick. She is awesome. She seems it. She oh seems it. Oh my God. It. Yeah. Such a cool girl. She's, again, she's a straight shooter. She's just like, right. really, like, you know, she just kills it. She's like a lawyer. She's killing it in her right. career. I just have like nothing but good things to say. And I always tell her that she's like my Indian singing buddy because <laughs> me and her know all the songs, all the music, oh. like, we're both like inner fobs at heart. So oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, Vishal
0: posted some amazing videos of her like dancing in the rain on their yeah. car and stuff, and I was like this is amazing. She, I like if there is a season two, Richa has got to be on. I it. know, like I know she doesn't live in Miami, so that's hard. Right. But
2: I always say that you know, um, Richa and Vishal's relationship—it's just like two kids like at a dance party, you know, just right. like the time of their life. So. Totally. And that's the
1: thing that I appreciate about them is like they they they're just like they're not judgmental of each other.
0: Mm-hmm. No
1: You know, and there's no like they don't put like a ceiling over each other's head for like or fit each other in a box of who they can be. Yeah. No, not,
2: like, it was so funny at my birthday party. Um Like, I turned around and I just saw Richard, like, burp, like, really loud and, like, walk away. And he just looked at me and was like, I don't know.
1: He's just, like, laughing. Exactly. I think that there's something that we can all learn from that about, like, living our lives and Mm -hmm. being in a relationship.
2: Totally. and Vishal's family is so cool, too. Like, his mom, like, she's such a fun time. Like, she's, al- she's always, like, the one dancing on the dance floor first. And, like, just good vibes. Good vibes.
0: Yeah, totally. I I feel like the show kind of did their relationship. They tried to mislead us, I feel like, for a little while. Because they definitely presented it at first. It's like, I remember... Um, they like showed Rich at Vishal's house and he like came in to say hi to her and of course they slept in separate bedrooms because they were in Vishal's like parents house and he like tried to give her a kiss and she like shoved him away no oh, that's, that's real life <laughs> oh. I feel
2: like if I gave Rich a hug she'd be like what the fuck are you doing I know she oh, seems like great. she's very
0: like she seems like she's a lot like her mom in that way like she's just like like, I don't give any shits about anyone, and, like, this is, like, you know, and I'm, I'm going to do, you do me. Know,
1: I don't know if this is popular opinion, but I like her mom.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. I
1: yeah, love LoBondi. Okay, okay. No, I,
2: I, I, have, didn't. I haven't interacted with her much because she lives. Talk about a, a straight hair,
1: shooter. So-
2: yeah, I mean, listen, everybody has a personality and a voice, and you got to use it in your own way, and, you know, right. there's nothing wrong with sharing your opinion it's her daughter you know she's going to be protective so
1: yeah well and it's interesting because like just from a white person watching this it's like you have and all these Indian American or she's she's Indian but like these these women these Indian women that are so strong and self-confident and is that kind of like I'll ask you both is that just like common in the community
0: no no not at all. <laughs> I think it depends. But, yeah, no, I mean, I think you see a lot of women who would not speak up for themselves like that, for sure. So it's, but like, everyone, refreshing
2: yeah. to see that, you know? Like, it's it's refreshing to see. I feel like, look, I feel like in the Latina community, like, man, like, those women, they're, like, alpha. They're bosses. They're just so good at, like, carrying themselves with such high confidence. Um, in the Indian community, too, yes. We're, you know... All of us, I feel like our parents make it a priority to make sure that all of their daughters are highly educated, that they are financially independent before anything, you know, before falling in love, you know, getting married and things like that. But, you know, you do have situations that aren't like that, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that the norm should be that, you know, everybody can just speak their mind and, you know, be
0: equals. I feel like family karma really... I mean, a lot of the aunties on that show are just, like, strong, independent right. women, which is, like, really cool, versus, like, when we watch Bendit Like Beckham, like, the, the mom in that is, like, very traditional, and she's, like, at the end, she's like, well, at least I taught her to make Indian Kana, and, like, you know, <laughs> sort of, like... She's sort of, I think, the spectrum of, like, she's strong in the household, but, like, she... I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, you know what? But... I
2: have to say that we have some boss moms, boss aunties. Yes, yeah. It seems like
1: that. It really seems like you know, that.
2: Auntie, um, Vishal's mom. She's like a boss in her field. Um, you have Brian's mom, Darshanti. She's a boss in her field. Oh, you know, like, she's
0: awesome. Mom, I love yeah. her.
2: Yeah, all of the moms, even my mom. You know, like she's killing it in her game. So I think all of them have um, a level of independence. And, um, mm-hmm. that's refreshing to see how, you know, they've evolved, you know, cause I can tell you my mom, you know, when she came here, she didn't know anything, right. Like mm-hmm. in the sense that she got married, she had, an, she had, you know, a bachelor's and she moved down to Florida and I'm sorry, St. Thomas got married, but, um, she didn't really know anything about like bank accounts or, you know, how to get wow. a job or, you know, she was still very young. Yeah. So to see the evolution of how they've changed as women, you know, yeah. it's just, you know, intriguing in itself.
0: And to, like, come from that situation where you're here, you're in an arranged marriage, you, like, don't know anything. Like, my mom always talks about, like, how she had no idea what she was doing And then like your mom like is now living she's she's divorced. Like to take that step is a really, really difficult thing, I think, for Yeah. I mean,
2: my mom always says that the most you know, crazy thing for her when she moved here was like, Oh my god, there's so many different types of bread. Like which (laughs) one do (laughs) I (laughs) buy? There's like fifty different types of bread in India there's just like one or two. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my
0: god, that's so funny. That's amazing. So, you know,
2: just making those what you would think would be a quick decision you know over here is like oh my god there's so many options but, right yeah you know yeah she's definitely uh you know kind of created a life for herself now
0: i thought the show did such a good job of like representing indian american life actually like in a very authentic way like i saw so much of my experience in it in a way that i was just really impressed with the show i'm wondering like were the producers mostly white or brown or both or like how did that part of it come
2: together oh man um I you know to be honest I was so focused on kind of like the actual like Moment that I was in, that I barely even realized what was going on around me. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, I was just like, even like when I was cooking, like you know, and stuff like that. You saw me like give a bite, like (laughs) right. If there's more salt, less salt. But like a lot of the times, we didn't really understand what was happening around us. We were Mm -hmm. just so caught up in living our life that like you don't realize what's happening around you, or who's there, who's not there. You know. So a lot of that kind of went over my head.
0: (laughs) What like in the confessionals like the testimonials you did, who would interview you? Would it be an Indian person or a a, a white person or someone else?
2: Oh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say. Okay. That's fine. okay, okay. <laughs> I was just I
0: was just curious from like a the perspective of like the questions that you're getting. You know what?
2: I will say this is that um they did you know, they've taken so much time and so much effort to really learn the culture to, you know, understand it, which is so nice and so like genuine because I feel like you know when you you don't ever want to feel like you're being judged right mm-hmm. and I felt like we were just only encouraged you know to to show our true authentic life and self and I just think that they did a great job at understanding what those traditions are and like you know kind of Okay, is today Lakshmi Puja or Ganesh Puja? Yeah. And like just understanding even like, oh, are we gonna eat Pagoras for lunch today? Like those little tidbits that they, you know, took an effort on just meant the world to us. Yeah,
0: that's really awesome. And it really showed, I think, right. like in the yeah. whole story and just I felt like I feel like if I ever have questions, friends who are like, I'd like to learn more about your culture, I can be like, watch this show. <laughs> yeah,
2: they did such a great job at capturing our lives and our friendships. So I have to say that I'm just so happy. Oh, wait, Simba really wants to. <gasps> Simba?
0: Oh, oh my gosh. Deanna and I are dog We are such dogs, people. Oh, 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 oh just so. Look He's, at you with your did he hair grow from when he was on the show. <laughs>
2: no, he did it. He looks bigger. He oh, looks so pretty. He, he, you know the thing is is we just actually shaved him too. Uh-huh. Um but usually he's really fluffy. Yeah, <laughs> he's so cute.
1: Oh my! Are gosh. you still pushing him around in the little
0: stroller? Oh, of course. <laughs> oh my gosh!
2: Hi, oh hi, pumpkin. cutie.
0: Oh my gosh, I love that so, so much. He's
2: honestly, we got him from Animals in Distress because mm-hmm. adopt, don't shop. <laughs> right, I'm Right. big on right. that. So um, I have we got him. Uh, actually, it was a friend of mine that was working at the vet's office and she posted a picture of him on Facebook like does anybody want to adopt him and I was like yes like I got him for my dad for Christmas oh so wait
1: what's his history let's get into Simba (laughs) (laughs) sorry we need to
2: sorry Monica we need to like
1: switch gears to like okay what do we know about Simba before your friend got him
2: so he was actually in a pet store that had broken a lot of laws. Like I don't think oh. they care oh, no. the puppies well. And so, like, I mean, it must have been really bad because pretty much I don't know who went in there, but they basically shut the operation down and, you know, took wow. all the puppies and oh, put them in different shelters. And Simba was one of the one of the puppies. So I don't know, man. He's he's such a good dog like we're swimming we had a maltese too we bought her before we knew what you know puppy meals and stuff were at that time oh yeah and um it's really funny she had a big personality if, if you pissed her off she was gonna take that toilet paper roll and just like okay <laughs> oh, <laughs> she knew <laughs> had, like Simba. Like, he's like just so thankful to like be out of there probably that he's like just an angel oh <laughs> So it's you,
0: your dad, and Simba in the house these days.
2: And my daddy. Oh, and your daddy. Okay. My daddy, yeah. so so she, your... Mo- she moved here from India. Oh, my God. Mm. Did she
0: come, like, when COVID started? Or was she here before? So
2: she actually uh, broke, like, uh, sprained her back. Oh, no. Um, oh, geez. Yeah, so my grandfather had actually passed away maybe, like, two weeks before we started Family Karma. Okay. And it was like just a weird time, I think, for our family, just kind of like, you know, shifting gears and understanding what, you know, because it used to be my grandfather, my grandmother, my dad and I in the sense that they Mm -hmm. used to come for a few months and then go back and they lived here before, but they retired in India. So when he passed away, she really wanted to still live in her place in India to just, you know, enjoy like retired life and unfortunately, a month in, she had a fall.
0: Oh
2: mm, no. And so no. then my dad went there and, you know, took care of her. And then five months later, when she was able to travel, came here. But we think it was all a blessing in disguise because mm-hmm. that didn't happen she, during COVID. She would have been there alone, you know. Oh, so my gosh. gosh. Yeah. In a weird way, we're just so thankful that she's with us, you know, during this time.
0: Oh, well, totally. what a wonderful quarantine crew.
2: <laughs> yeah, I say that I know. I say that we run this this household like a senior citizen home. Like we're like doing like Rummy <laughs> night, Bingo, <laughs> take a nap at three p.m.
0: Oh, I love it. my! That sounds like heaven to me. Oh my gosh! I get yes. shy at
2: four o'clock. Like. Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: amazing. That's amazing. Well. Deanna, do you have more questions?
2: No,
1: we're just we're f- so thankful for you, Monica, and yeah. that you came on the podcast
0: to talk to us. Oh my
2: God, this was so much fun. Thank you for thinking of me and including of
0: me. Well, thank you for like being willing to do it and for just yeah. being so open and everything. And thank
1: you for Simba. And <laughs> let's
2: get him to do a sign off. Oh Simba. Oh my god! Okay, we want to have.
1: Hey, oh, pup. I bet he's so smushy He, is oh,
0: he's, he looks so soft I just want to like cuddle him He's, he's
2: so-, so cute You know, I took him um When I first got him, I like was holding him in like a target And somebody was like, oh my god, I thought he was a teddy bear Oh, <laughs> does he sleep
1: in your bed?
2: Oh yeah, he's He's oh, extremely course. attached to me um, it's funny because my dad's like, what the heck? Like, you come home and he just, like, you know, wants to be with you all day. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you're like, what's up with that? I know. Like, I feed
2: you, I walk you, like, I three know. Times a day. I play with you and then you go to her. <laughs>
0: like, that's how they are. That's how well, they
2: are. Well, please. I- I hope
1: you come back on yes. the podcast and give, keep com- giving us updates because you know,
2: of okay. we,
1: we can't give, we can't make up updates because people DM, <laughs> Like I said, people DM us all the time. Totally. Yeah. Oh my gosh Yeah.
2: Well, it was such a pleasure being with, here with you guys. Thank you Yay. so much again. And hopefully we'll stay connected. Sorry. It's like, Simba's like, you know, when they do that scratch. Yes, yeah. Yeah.
0: Totally. <laughs> like moving everything around. <laughs> totally.
2: But I hope to see you guys soon. Yeah,
0: totally. And stay Mm -hmm. in touch and keep rocking it. And we just wish you all the best in the coming months.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Lots of love. Bye, Monica. (laughs)